You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Welcome, Welcome. to... What's this called again? Uh, we, we know, know nothing. nothing. That's right. You just heard the theme song, which um, prior to this episode, we did not have one written, but um, it got written last night. Oh, cool. Uh, the one you just heard and have heard on every episode thus far was written last night um, with the help of me. Uh, my roommate, Anya, wrote it. and uh, I yeah. played drums. You had nothing to do with it, Phil. <laughs> You had um the the part I just wanted to use like a guitar riff that was yeah. generic, but you wanted like um the name of the show in it, and I think that was a smart move. Oh, oh and and it it's has, in. It's in. Oh, good. Okay. I, I love that it's already in here, and we don't even. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet. Um, so we uh, last week you taped um Pete Holmes. How'd that I go? I did. Uh, you went to LA. Yeah, I went to LA. Uh, I uh, yeah, it was great. It's funny because the last episode we were talking about like. Why doesn't anyone um, just do the the old Tonight Show format where people was like so casual and yeah. chill and stuff like that? It was like they gave me it was such a great experience. Like they were like do as much time uh, in the bit. I bring an audience member on stage mm -hmm. and uh, just to do that on television, like to oh to be like yeah we'll try that. It was just I don't yeah. know. I just thought it was really cool of them. Um, yeah, it was really fun. It good, was fun. good. Yeah. I'm glad it went well. I'm doing Seth Meyers this Thursday, and it's oh, is it this week? Yeah, it's in two days, and it's just stressing me out because they um, the network cut my closer, which is a very important part of your set. Oh no, when? <laughs> um, I found out about it on Thursday, and so I had all weekend at a club. I was in Sacramento, and so I had all weekend to work out a new closer, but. The problem is my material is pretty dirty and it's just not that easy to find something that goes. A, and and the closer I had was not dirty. A clo Like a closer, opening and closing. A closer is like saying like breaking up with someone and being like, well, I got a wedding on the weekend. So hopefully I can fall in love and have a new boyfriend for the wedding. Like it, the, the closers are just out in the universe. You can't just put anything at the exactly. end. Exactly. And so I have a pretty soft close now. It sucks. Oh, uh, what? Uh, Before it was so like, bam, and yeah. it just like, thank you, good night. And yeah, now yeah. it's just like, get the, the, bye. Like, it's it's fine, but it's just not what I am happy with. But there's just nothing to be done. Why did they cut it? Because I, the joke is um, talking about porn and how uh, you can find pretty much porn for anything. You just type in a word and there'll be that. Yeah. And um, I was like experimenting and, it, it stems from another part, but I'm like, I typed in the word facetious and I found porn, facetious porn. It's real. It's a black girl named facetious, but she's hot. And it was just saying, a, it was making a joke that black people have weird names sometimes. And they were like, not cool. Why? And I was like, that's a real thing though. <laughs> they were like, it'd be fine if a black girl was saying it, but you're like a white girl and it's not okay. Well, so I'm saving it for another show because I really think it all comes down to one guy, whoever their one guy is yeah. who clears stuff. 
if he's in a bad mood that day, if he's feeling extra sensitive, uh-huh. then the joke doesn't get through. But like that wouldn't have been an issue at a, 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 won't be an issue at another show. So I'll just save it. Okay, you, that's the that's the. Yeah. But the problem is uh, the whole setup to that. I'm burning on this show, so I won't get to use that ever again. Oh, that's yeah, that sucks. Ugh, so then I gave them a new closer. Also talking about porn and um, about how I watch it to like learn new tricks. Uh-huh. But that's why you have to be more discerning when you watch porn. Like find videos that are like to your liking because you can't just click on any video because then I'm sitting there with a notepad like, oh, look terrified. Great. <laughs> Choke to death. Perfect. Turn blue if you can. So I sent that and then they said, no, that sounds too rapey. And I'm like, porn is rapey. Like, I don't understand yeah, what's wrong with stating facts. Yeah. Porn is rapey. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I, it's funny these girls are getting raped. I'm not, there's nothing. And it's, and they're all actresses acting like they're whatever. So they cut, they're like, it's too rapey. And this is not the fault of the man who booked me or the fault of Seth Meyers. This is the fault of someone very high up at, you know, at the standards and practices at NBC. So now I, um, I have to come up with new tricks that I might have to learn that would turn me off that aren't so rapey. Oh. So I was talking to the the guys who are producing our show today about it before. I'm like, what are some things that I could... So I came up with, um, like, okay, so I'm sitting there with a notebook, like, watching a video, like, oh, look kind of scared. Um, use your feet. Get your mom involved. And so that's going to be my new thing. And I, it's probably not going to hit as hard. Like, I'm going to test it out tonight for two sets. And if uh-huh. it doesn't work, then I'm screwed because I don't, have an, I don't have a set tomorrow, which is the night before. I'm doing a college. You can't test anything oh, there. Oh, no, yeah. So, you know Ugh. what? In the end, who really gives a fuck? Like, it, is me having a strong closer on Seth Meyers going to change the course, the trajectory of my career? No. Uh, uh, no. I just, I feel your pain. It's just annoying because it's just so easy for them to be like, no, get, do another joke. Uh, well, yeah, it's not that easy because at first it has to th- fit into the theme of what I'm talking about in this five minute set. Five minutes is so small, yeah. a, a small amount of time. Yeah. So um, let's just all hope and pray that those jokes work tonight. If they don't, then it's, I am going to rip out all my hair. It's so and tough because throw it's, myself in front of a cab. It's like one I always think of the do you know you know the documentary comedian? Yes. Where Arnie Adams that the day there of his letterman. See they that changed. to me wasn't that big of a deal. Because I always think about that. I was on the way here thinking psoriasis. psoriasis. And lupus? Yeah, you just say psoriasis. You just, it's one word. I have to change fourteen words. I have to come up with a new joke. Yeah. You and your psoriasis. Like I remember I, thinking like I, I remember watching that that documentary and being like, whoa, the struggle, like one word, that's huge. And now I've been in situations where you have to change an entire I know, thing. but one word can make it not funny. That's, that is the thing. Yeah. One psoriasis, that was the, his concern. Like is yeah. psoriasis even funny? Yeah. Lupus is funny. Lupus the is word just lupus. a funny word. Yeah. But, and who gives a, f- people, it just makes me so mad how people are so sensitive about some stuff like that. Like, uh, is there a black girl out there named Facetious who's going to be like, I am going to write NBC and I'm not watching Le- Late Night with Seth Meyers anymore. Like, what, I think, what the fuck? Who's, who cares? Yeah, I think uh, someone who was black would think that it would think that joke's even funnier than. Yeah. Like, as a Canadian, I haven't met that. I haven't met people uh, black, like tons of black girls with like. Crazy na- names. Yeah. yeah. But I think if if I like the more I had met, the more the funnier I think it would it's be. It's just a th- it's just 
it, it makes me, it kind of shames you as a comedian when you're told like, you can't do that. That's wrong. Yeah. That's racist. That's too rapey. And yeah. so then I feel like, am I being racist and rapey? Like I did that joke last night, the facetious joke, and I had no gusto behind. It was just a normal, I wasn't testing it, but yeah. I just was doing it as part of my set. And then I go, oh my God, they ruined this for me. Yeah. I don't want to do it anymore because now I feel like a racist. Yeah. When that was never, so it's just. Where you're not. No. So I don't think I am. But, oh God, I went, I did a show last night and Spike Lee was there. He was watching um, another, he was there to see another comic on the show and he just happened to be in the, do you know who Spike Lee is? Yeah, so he just. I'm not that Canadian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I've never really seen any Spike Lee films or joints or whatever they're called, but I know who he is and what yeah. films he's done and everything. Yeah. And um, and I did that joke in front of him and I, because I was so uncommitted to it, it came off as racist, I think. You know, like unless yeah. you're very short. And so I left the stage feeling like I was just, I just felt racist in front of Spike Lee of all people. Like it felt really nasty. Yeah. And so now that's almost, I'm just so fucking upset about, I can't function this week because of the stupid set. Yeah. It's not a stupid set. It's a great show to be on. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be great, but I'm just like, I'm just so you're right. That's like saying, Oh, you'll meet someone this weekend. Yeah. You're like, just put yourself out there. Yeah. People do not. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's tough. I really uh, feel for you. I But I do well under pressure. Like, I think most of the best jokes I've ever written have been, like, when I'm about to go on stage and I'm like, you need something new, bitch. Like, it's always, like, under the gun is yeah. when I do my best stuff. So I think that ultimately I'll... I get, I'm going to get some, I've already, I already wrote a new joke that was going to try to be my next closer, but now I'm bumping it up the set. So there's like three new jokes in my set that I've only been doing for like less than a week. Really? Yeah. I mean, wow. it, it makes me write a lot, Yeah. but it, um, it's so good. And I don't even know what I'm wearing. Like, there's just so much. Th- I just, ugh, I wish I were a teacher. Uh, Wouldn't it be easier? Well, because you want to do, yeah, you're doing a TV set. You want to do so well. Uh, for yourself but then you also want to do I mean Seth Myers has this new awesome show and the person that booked the show is such a cool guy like you want to you want to do well for yourself obviously but then also you're like oh these guys you're so grateful that someone yeah. gave you this big opportunity that you want to like just murder and you know be so entertaining I and- want everyone to be like whoa when I walk off stage as opposed to I know when I haven't done that well when people are like good job like yeah last night after my that Spike Lee set there were people like that was great. Like try. And I was like, I know when I yeah. don't do well. And that was not well. And it just, I felt so I like, I called, um, Amy Schumer and I was just like, I'm quitting. Like she was like, girl, I've been there. Like, it was nice to have someone tell me like, it's okay. Like you're still funny because sometimes you just feel so not good at what you're good at. And so when when that's taken away from you, the one thing I'm good yeah. at and you don't feel good at it, I'm yeah. like, what am I here for? Yeah. And it's, yeah, you see, it, it really is hard. And I think that everyone can relate to that, whether you're a comedian or not, just like feeling like a, a fraud sometimes and also feeling like I don't have anything I'm really like an expert at. Like I want to be the best at something. Yeah. And I'm just not. Yeah. And that's what I deal with in therapy all the time. She's like, you're ordinary and that's enough that seems weird to say to you but uh because we're we can't all be the best and we're not all the best being ordinary should be enough i think it's a great piece of advice but it's just really hard for people like us to take 
Well, were you good like in school and stuff? Were you good at school or uh -huh. good at, yeah. were you good at sports? No. Oh, okay. But Terrible. Were, but I didn't try at sports because I knew it wasn't good. So oh, okay. like if you don't try. Yeah. Stand-up's the only thing I've ever put any effort into. Yeah. Like I thought I was putting effort into things before stand-up, but I was like, I, like I phoned it in up until I started stand-up. Yeah. I, I phoned in school, but I was good. I got good grades, but it, it was always on, it was always last minute. Like oh, I was right. always staying up late to write an essay that I get an A on, but it was yeah. like, I would stay up all night doing it. I wasn't like... I didn't work. It wasn't like the long run. I wasn't working towards it. Like oh, okay. I have stand up. Yeah. But stand up again. I'm doing everything last minute. Like I should have had this set approved a month ago and been worrying about this then. But no, I'm worrying about it now when it's like 48 hours until I walk on stage. So anyway, I um I pulled up this. Uh, so I was researching porn this weekend because of this fucking terrible joke, and um that's the bane of my existence. It's racist. Yeah, this racist joke. <laughs> so I was looking up for it to get like ideas, especially for that line of like things I would learn and um, from watching terrible porn. And I found this uh, pornmd.com has a live search of like words that are being searched right now in porn. And some of it is so funny. Like some guys just know exactly what they want. A lot of grannies, grannies on couches, um, Jesus, uh, I've never heard of porn MD. Is that a, no, I just found Like I just went to Google and I did like a live a porn search words. Cause I wanted uh -huh. to just find what people were searching. And then this came up and it's just a live, uh, and it's so sloppy cream pie gangbang. I mean, that is very specific. Uh huh. Some people are just like huge boobs. That's all I want. What's that? Say? <gasps> Wolf on wall street. What does this guy want? He wants that chick in Wolf on Wall Street. Have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? I have, yeah. No, but or he wants a wolf on Wall Street. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the girl in Wolf on, of Wall Street. Everyone's like so into. Does he think she's made a porn? Is that what that guy's I, hoping yeah. happen? I don't. I don't know about that guy. That's one of the most annoying things to me is when all guys get be, like rally behind some hot girl that every guy thinks is hot, but they think they're original for thinking she's hot. Like uh, this Margot Robbie girl who's in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. All my guy friends at Sod are like, and this girl, man, just mind blow. Like, I have to hear about how hot this girl is all the time. And it's not like an original thought. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when it, it'd be more interesting if you were like, I'm really into like Kristen Stewart or something. Like, uh -huh. Oh, they're trying like, to be groundbreaking. I think they're just trying to be like this. Maybe they're not, but I just don't want to hear about it. Maybe I'm just so insecure that I'm like, shut up. But like when people are like, there's some dudes, not so much now, but when you used to mention the word Mila Kunis would come up in, in a group of guys and they'd just be like, oh, you'd like hear them all come <laughs> as soon as you heard her name. And it's just like, that's not even, everyone yeah. wants to fuck me. I want to fuck Mila Kunis. Uh, it's not groundbreaking. Like, find someone interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I guess I, I don't know. Who are you? Who's your celebrity crush? Uh... Like a, uh, you seem like you don't have one. No, when I was a kid, at the at one point, the biggest crush I've ever had on a celebrity was when uh, when I was a kid, I had a huge crush on uh, Lisa Bonet. From, oh, from yeah, she she's beautiful. Yeah. See, that's an interesting one. Oh, really? That's more interesting oh, okay. than Kate Upton or whoever yeah. everyone wants to fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. Have you seen those Kate? Have you seen those Sports Illustrated ads in the subway? The posters? No. You haven't seen those? I don't think so. What is it? They're like, have you seen them, producer? What's your name? 
Chris. Chris is filling in for John today. Have you seen those posters? Um, I don't think I have. The Sports Illustrated ones with like the naked women in the subway. Oh, like the three girls like on the beach. Well, no, that's the the cover of it. But there's like all these. I I feel like guys must be like just getting boners from the. They're so aggressively sexual. Uh, You don't even know? No. My boyfriend mentioned he saw one the other day and was like, had to go home and masturbate after looking at it. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, that's not fair to put out there for men who have shit to do. Yeah. uh, Have you ever been that turned on by like an advertisement or something? I had to reschedule my day. Not reschedule your day, but you're like, I'm just gonna. There's one thing I have to do today now. Uh, that doesn't ring. I don't, that doesn't ring a bell. If so, I don't know if I would, I, I yeah, I don't think I would. Yeah. I might keep that hush hush if, if it was the case. <laughs> okay. So we'll assume that it has happened to you and you're just not wanting to share. No, but I don't think I would have to be like, ah, you know, um, but has anything, do, do you random boners happen anymore? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think random boners happen. Like in, like in public situations. Uh, I think when generally when I'm in public situations, I'm fretting about what you were talking about, about changing a joke or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So have you're a, not like on. Yeah, I think I got more stuff. on my mind. I think that uh, I like I like to think that it's not that I'm less virile, that it's more I got uh, more things on my mind. Yeah. But yeah, they still. Yeah, I think that they happen to people of all ages. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. If someone has a joke though about like if you still got them like as an adult, that would be the worst. Like as randomly as you got them in middle yeah, school, yeah. that's torture. I feel really bad for you guys for having that, and I never knew about it uh, when I was in middle school and high school. Yeah, uh, and it was happening all around. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, but I never saw like any crazy. Uh... You guys were good at hiding it. I remember learning about the belt tuck. Uh huh. And um, and but I just like my sister just got a job teaching at high school, and I'm I'm wondering if she is gonna like encounter that. She's super hot too. She got the job, and my boyfriend was like, "She's gonna she's gonna fuck a student." And I was like, "That is just shut up." And he's like, "They all do. All the hot teachers. They all." I'm like, "They don't all do it." Yeah, isn't it? it mind you, though, what was I? I was looking on something online and uh, for some reason there, there was like a story about that. And it, it, it's, there was like a ton of, uh, tons of them. Yeah. And the thing was, it was like attractive girl. Like it was like, you could get someone who has on the other side of puberty if you wanted. Like there was all like these like young kind of attractive uh, teachers. Yes. And it's, it, that's always the teachers who do it. Um, I taught for a while. I was teaching. Really? Uh, yeah. I taught uh, English, um, just English, the subject to, uh, a, it was a Korean prep school. They all spoke English, but I was teaching them like five paragraph essays and all that shit. Um, and it was like a, a summer school program for like kids going into the ninth grade. And I taught them and they were all like cool Asian kids. They were all second generation. So they weren't very like, you know, fresh off the boat or anything. Uh-huh. Um, and, and by the way, I'm saying fresh off the boat because that's what they called themselves when they were fresh off they were that sounds racist almost like <laughs> off the boat like they took a yeah i'm very sensitive right now to being racist but i think fresh off the boat is a racist thing but that's what they called it's each an old other school i think it's an old yeah school well thing. they called him fobs if they f fob fresh off oh, the really? boat yeah they were like oh he's a fob so um but i will say that like and i'm not attracted to ninth graders when i was 22 but uh-huh. i was 22 and there were some who were very mature uh-huh. and 
did something to me that was like they um they preyed on my insecurity as a former ninth grader who got no attention from boys and then suddenly to like have boys flirting with me on a daily basis the most popular ones too the best looking ones uh-huh it it makes you a little bit like oh like i really? can see how it happens really? I, t- I totally got a glimpse in it obviously i did not do anything and yeah. wouldn't ever dream of it uh-huh. but there were a couple kids that i I, I don't remember any of the good students' names, but I remember the names of the boys that were really cute and who I enjoyed seeing every day because they were just like funny and like they would flirt with me. I can't imagine being so how like 14? They were uh, in between eighth and ninth grade. So like, yeah, 14, 15. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot of confidence. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were they are be like so saying, confident. That was the thing. It's like they they wouldn't be like, "Hey, I want to fuck you." They wouldn't yeah. say explicit things to me. They uh-huh. were just flirty and it was enjoyable. It was a good time to like be around yeah. them because it was just you know, if it would have been like girl the popular girls wanting to hang out with me and be like, "I want to eat lunch." I would have been as equally as flattered okay, yeah. and interested in it. But um yeah, they uh they I can totally see how it happens. I think I think my gauge of what's considered flirtation, like flirting, yeah. isn't accurate. Because my girlfriend will be like, "Well, you flirt with everybody." And I'm like, "I don't." What? No, yeah. you don't. Yeah, she'll be like, "We'll be like in like a grocery store or whatever," and I'll just make a joke to the lady, and uh, then she'll be like, "Oh, you're." Fl-. No, she doesn't say it in it. Like she's yeah, not. Yeah, she's jealous. not like jealous. She's but- not jealous, but she'll be like, "It'll flirt and come up." She'll be like, "Will you flirt like every interaction you have during the day?" And I'm like, "Not at all." No, I'll you, make a joke. Yeah, jokes are different than flirting, but I see what she means. Like you could, because that's flirtation. Like being really? lighthearted, being oh, okay, being just um, jokey. Like I, I'm really bad at flirting. Like I don't know, I don't know where the line is. I don't know, like um, I don't know how to flirt. Like if I do like someone, like do, are you good at like? If you've decided you like a girl uh-huh. and like you're ready to like take it to the next level, yeah. Do you? How do you flirt? Like, what are your go tos? Do you have any? I don't know. I don't like. I, oh, I certainly do not have go tos. Well, not go tos, but I mean, like, just. I think that you probably amp up how funny you are. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't think. I mean, I never think like, okay, now I'm. But do you think on. like, oh, more eye contact? Oh, I'm gonna try to touch her arm. I'm no. gonna. No, I, maybe I should do that. No, but I think you maybe don't do it cognizantly, but you do do, you know, like. Yeah. I, no, yeah. There, I mean, there. Are, I guess there are people that uh, that you like jokingly flirt with that have no intention of like you just kind of jokingly flirt with. Like someone, a girl that you I'm comfortable with enough to like joke around with a lot. I don't know if that's yeah. flirting. I think that. Um, no, I'm saying like when you like someone like, I, for instance, when I. When I like someone, I just, I freeze around them. Like I am so insecure that they might not like me that I don't want them to know that I like them. So I turn into a real cold hearted bitch. Like I won't, I'll be nicer to you when I don't like you. But if I do like you, I, you might think I hate you. I just, I cannot flirt because to me, it's just putting yourself out there too much. It's saying like, if I were to like, just laugh at everything you say and be like, oh my God, like. (laughs) That's putting me, that's leaving me out for rejection. Okay. But if I were to close off a little bit, yeah. then it's all up to you. And uh, it doesn't work. 
I'll say that. Uh, anytime I've ever liked a guy and ultimately told him that I liked him, yeah. he's always very confused because he's like, I thought you hated me. That's, yeah. I've heard that time and time again. So I'm not good at this, but... um. I've had people say that, not I uh, hated you, but I've told people that I've liked them and they're like, are you serious? Like, I had no idea. And I'm like, so and maybe I you're think bad at flirting may, too. Maybe, because I'm like, I think I was like, are you kidding me? I was putting it out there. Like, I was like. Oh, you do think you're putting it out there though? Uh, Like, not deliberately, but I think like, well, I was, you know, I'm not, I'm like, I've, there have been situations where a girl said, I had no idea that you liked me and I'm surprised. I'm like, are you serious? Have those situations worked out? Because uh, they may just be saying that because they don't like you. And because I've done that before where I'm like, I had no idea. And then I just kind of play dumb where yeah. I'm like, well, I don't see you that way. You know, like oh. I could see myself saying I had no, even though I knew that they liked me, but it's I, just an easier out for me. I feel like, and I can't think of specific, but I feel like this is a conversation that occurred like post some type of romantic interlude. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I see what you're saying. Laying in bed, like I didn't even know you liked <laughs> It was on one of those sex swings, but yeah, it was the same. Just swinging. Yeah, swinging by the way. Like it's like one of the like this like a slower swing. Like you you were really going at it, yeah. but then it's just like easing back and forth, yeah. creaking. Yeah. Um. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just I am so bad at it. I remember I just the guy that I'm with now. I liked him so much. He worked in my office, and I told my I was just in pain over it. But I just shut down around him and he I wouldn't give him eye contact I would just all my body language like was turned away because I just didn't know if he liked me and I didn't want him to think I liked him because then that would ruin it because I just have been brainwashed into thinking that guys don't want girls who want them okay like I just feel like you guys want what you can't have because I want uh, what I can't have oh I want what no not at all if I'm like if I like a girl and then someone's like she likes you I'm like oh this is the greatest. Ideal. This is ideal. Yeah, I I haven't I didn't get that memo until pretty late. But then my boss one day I was like crying in her office and she was like, "You're gonna go to his desk right now and you're gonna make eye contact and you're gonna touch his leg and you're gonna stay there until he gets the idea that you like him because he doesn't know, and that's why he doesn't. That's why he's not asking you out and that's why you're in my office crying. He doesn't know. He thinks you hate him. So she was like, "I demand you go over there right now." So I went right over to his desk and I sat there for three hours. I touched his leg. Three hours. I was there the whole afternoon. I blew off all my work. He blew off all his work. I sat at his desk and it was okayed by my boss. So I uh -huh. was like, and I made a point to keep lasting eye contact because I always want to like jerk my eyes away because uh -huh. it's just like uncomfortable when you like someone so much. I stared at him a lot. I touched his leg. I think uh -huh. he touched my arm at one point and then there was touching going on. So I was like, okay, then this is on. And then uh, that was the day that everything changed that we made plans like that night. Oh, cool. Did you go out that night? We, he actually said he was going to show up at the cellar and meet me, but he didn't show up. I was like dressed to the nines. I showed up at the cellar and people were like, are you meeting someone here? And I, was I like, think yeah. I was there that night. I, I think, think you yeah, were. Yeah, I remember that. And then he didn't come. And then there was, yeah, there was like a thing. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. He didn't come. And I was so sad. But then Why the didn't next, he come? He, because he couldn't get a friend to go. And he thought that he, he, you know, I think he was a little intimidated to meet me there. Like uh -huh. with all the comics there. Yeah. Like, and he didn't know if I was thinking this was a date. So he was like, I'll bring my friend. So his friend bailed on him. So he just didn't go. And then the next day I ended up going over to his place and we made like chili together or something. Oh, okay. And then it was Alan. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was. I do. I totally remember that. And yeah. I remember being, because I knew you liked him. And I remember it was like a bit of a discussion possibly. Yes. And I didn't know what to say because I was like, I didn't want to, uh, like I knew. Yeah. What was, I, I didn't. 
Yeah. There's been so many times I've come to the cellar like dolled up, like because I know I'm gonna see someone or like there's a guy on the show that I was interested in. Like I've I've dated a couple comics that work at the cellar, and like you show up and they bust you right away. Like, oh, who are you here to see? And I'm like, I, uh, I'm just dressing up for. I think you stay. always look nice. Yeah, but sometimes I bring it. Oh really? Yeah. Last night when I did that Spike Lee show, I didn't find out that I was like performing for, in front of Spike Lee until I got there. And everyone, and I was like, I would have dressed up in there. Like, you look fine. And I'm like, no, girls, yeah, we all look fine, but we can bring it. And not that Spike Lee is going to be like, wow, she's wearing a prom dress. Let me write a movie <laughs> about her. But um, <laughs> it's just, it is funny how busted you can be when, um, well, like, the cellar, when, you can't at the do cellar, anything. You, you wear like, like any kind of. You change it all. And you're look who who does this guy think he yeah, is? Yeah, like you the slightest, uh, and it's crazy. The yeah, there's just because for those of you who don't know the comedy cellar, there's a restaurant above it, and we all perform at the club downstairs, and then above the the club is a restaurant where like all these older comics, newer comics, like just shit on each other yeah. and just make fun of each other relentlessly. It, it's like a, the cafeteria lunch table, it, and it's very, of the it, funniest people alive. Who, yes. And it's so fun. And then sometimes there's a vibe <laughs> around the table where it's just people just like kind of shooting the shit and there's nothing. Or, yeah. But sometimes, and you don't know before you walk in, it might be everyone's getting roasted and yes. they're just waiting for the next victim to walk by. And the, and it like what, they're so astute and so keen to see the slightest thing. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really. Um, I was wondering, is, is there any way to call anyone? It's not hooked up? Okay. I have a friend who I am desperately wanting to talk to on the podcast, and I think she wouldn't mind me sharing her story, but um, God, I, I guess we'll call her later because I, I want her to share it, but I was trying to think of some kind of relationship thing that we could talk about because we always end up talking about comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and this is turning into another podcast, but we don't have the setup to listen to our messages, and I don't think we have any yet because this show isn't live, so people don't know to really call in. Yeah. Because how's your relationship going, Phil? Uh, it's good. Long distance. Yeah. Uh, she came to visit, though, recently. That yeah, was she good. came to visit. That was a fun week. Uh, was it a fun week? Yeah, it was a pretty fun week. Was it a good week? <laughs> yeah. Did and you then, make it through? Well, the thing, yeah, the thing, the thing that, that's, uh, that's tough about a long distance relationship is that when you do get to see each other, it's like... You, you feel like everything's got to be perfect. And then if, yes. if one thing that goes like funky, then you're like, ah, uh, like then it, then it adds, you're bringing that to the next. Yeah. It's just, that's where the There's pressure comes. There's a lot comes. of pressure. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's everything's heightened. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I was thinking about, I think the key is if you don't, um, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So I, I just try to like, not and you mentioned before she's not a jealous person but are there times where she's you have does she ever get jealous like think maybe he's seeing someone else or maybe he's off seeing other girls we met at a show yeah uh so she thinks some no she's not no she is not she is not jealous she i think if i if i was on the road and was like yeah I'll, i'll call you after the show and then phoned her the next morning that would be weird. Yeah, there would I would have yeah. to explain right what, what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, no, she doesn't. She doesn't really get jealous at all. That's good. That you need that trust there, and you don't ever worry about her. No. Yeah. No. No. At all. Uh. No. 
No, I don't. I'm bad. But even though you've been cheated on. I have been cheated on. Uh, How do you not have the wounds from that? Because I, I think know. a lot of people, um, once they've been cheated on, they they can't get it out of their heads. They think everyone will. I think I've been cheated on a couple times. Uh, but I... Um, you think? You don't have confirmation? You no, just have a feeling? No, I don't have confirmation on either. But I bet you broke up and they were instantly in something with someone else. Uh yeah. Uh, well, the one I, I didn't really keep track of. The one I think I'm all, I'm like ninety nine. You didn't tag her. <laughs> I'm like ninety nine percent. I'm like ninety nine percent sure she cheated on me. And then the other one, I'm pretty sure because it was actually a weird. It was one of those things where uh, we always talked like kind of every night. And it was, mm-hmm. again, it was long distance. Yeah. And then. Uh, she just one night she like I knew she she rarely went out and then she went out this one night and then we, I just didn't hear from her till like three o'clock uh, the next day and it was one of those things where in the conversation and I didn't like accuse her of cheating but in the conversation they were just like like it was like yeah well my phone wasn't really working and then she was like and then it like came out later in the day that she had actually called her dad at one point this like is it, the thing there's. Uh, you, if you lie, you will get caught. It, it, you can't be shady about any kind of shadiness. Will, especially when you go out and you don't call, and then you don't really have like a valid excuse for why you didn't call, or there's phone issues. Um, it usually means something fishy is going on. Yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, because you, yeah. But you'll be in denial of it, and I've been in denial of stuff too, and I've. I've even lied to guys where, okay, say I'm not cheating on someone. I've only cheated on one person and it was because it was the end of a relationship that I wanted desperately to be out of. It was abusive and uh, just verbally abusive and it was it was terrible, but I was so like hooked on it. And yeah. I thought that like I could never find anyone else. So I went and found someone else and then it convinced me like, oh, there's more people out here and then I broke up with him. Uh-huh. And he never knew. I never told him that I cheated on him, but you're hearing it now. Uh, you know who you are, but I, um, but I cheated on him, but that was just, I, I would never cheat if it was like, if I intended for the relationship to keep going, I think that's oh, insane for people to do. Yeah. Like this, the, the second person that cheated on me, the first person that cheated on me, I just th- think she was problematic, uh-huh. but the second person it was like our relationship had come to an end. And I don't know if she cheated. I do not know if she cheated. But there was kind of an evening where it was funky. And then, uh, yeah, and then, and then I'm pretty sure she was with someone immediately after. I remember one. See, this is where I've, I've gotten in hot water before. It's like the same guy I was dating. Like I was starting to kind of test the waters of like, is there an, someone else out there for me? And I was, it was long distance and I was hanging out with, this guy who I never even looked at his romantic way, but then we I started kind of liking him, and I was texting with him, and he was a guy that my boyfriend knew I hung out with and was not threatened by, as he shouldn't have been. But um, but it was right at the beginning of the part where I started to be like, maybe I like this guy, and I just like was, and I was texting with him one time when I was at dinner with my boyfriend, or we were at a bar, and my boyfriend was getting kind of drunk, and um. I texted him and he goes, who's that? And I was like, oh, just my boyfriend. And I didn't realize that I had said that. I just said it and then went about the evening. I didn't even know that I'd called this guy my Oh boyfriend. my goodness. Just, I said my boyfriend, Scott, instead of my friend, Scott. Oh, okay. And I said that to my boyfriend. And so yeah. my boyfriend doesn't call me on it. Instead, he just hears it and gets really quiet uh-huh. and angry. Uh-huh. And out of nowhere, I'm just like, what happened? He goes, I can't believe you said that. And I was like, what did I say? 
I didn't even know I had said it. And he was like, you're telling me you don't know what you just said. And I was like, I don't know what I said. And I had, that was, that was a bad one. But the thing is, that's the thing. These dishonest moments that we have, they come out eventually. You cannot keep anything secret. Like, if you even suspect that someone's cheating on you, it's probably true. But some people Unless are you're crazy. crazy. Some yes. people are nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I But what? even though I've been cheating, I, for some reason, and this is... You trust her. Well, I, tr- I trust her. I trust... Good. Um, but I, I trust... Everyone. Not everyone, I don't, I, but it's just females more. Like, I, re- I don't... I just don't think... I'm really naive, I guess, when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean... Uh, and I think there's something to the fact of like, if my boy, I always figure if my boyfriend does meet someone else and is like super into her and wants to like, then if you choose to do that, then obviously you didn't really give a shit about me in the first place. And I'm kind of like, go do it. Like, but I don't think he's going to find anyone better. And so I'm confident in our, uh, that he won't cheat on me. Not because of a moralistic thing, but because there's no one really that's going to... He's going to lose me if he does that. And that's uh-huh. too big of a risk. Uh-huh. But I think that's... I don't know. And I don't... I, I don't... Open relationships are uh, something that I've definitely thought about doing just because it would relieve the stress of... I feel like guys often feel uh, that being in a monogamous relationship is really like the end and it's just like depressing and like I like to I told recently told my boyfriend like I'm not ruling out you being with another woman while we're together like I'm that's an that may be down the road for you know like who knows what we're gonna explore together really and I told him that and I was like I might be into that like if I was able to like really sanction it pick her out and possibly watch or what I don't even know like I'm, I'm just spitballing here yeah yeah but um, get some spitballs involved. <laughs> yeah. um, I, but I told him that, and he was like, "The fact that you just said that, I don't even want to have sex with anyone else." Like he uh-huh. was like, "That's the best thing I've ever." Like, yeah. it, it instantly relieved me of like the stress of being like with someone the rest of my life. It does cross your mind? You're like, I'm never gonna, gonna yeah have sex, and it crosses my mind. And he said, "Don't even pretend like it doesn't cross your mind too that you don't that you want to have sex with other." people and it does i see guys that i'm like what would that be like and i it's a part of me is like i'll never know but now with the option because it's just sex if you really think like i think i could probably get past if there was no emotional exchange if there was no phone numbers exchange like Uh i know they're not going to see each other again yeah then i then i'd be okay with it but if they did seem to hit it off and there was like he seemed in love with her and they did have an emotional connection. Who am I to stand in the way of that? Like, I don't want to keep you from doing what you want to do anyway. Like, I don't want to limit your happiness. Would he have to be okay with you then being with another guy? That's what he said. He was like, well, then it would be a two-way street. And I was like, I'm just being honest right now. I don't really want I, the idea of fucking someone else when I'm with you is doesn't appeal to me. Like, yeah. I just, I to me, it's more like I could fuck a guy that, when we're already done. Like I was just a one guy girl, but the idea of him, like I really know that it would just be about sex and it would just be like fucking someone different. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. it'd be like not eating, like eating the same food every day. Uh-huh. And then you just get to try something else and yeah, then you go back a, to what you're, you know. Yeah. But it's so hard. I mean, I say that and I've never done it and I've never seen someone I love be with someone else or heard about it. But, um, 
I think there's something about it that I kind of like. And especially if I have control over the situation. He's not just like, it's not just open where he's yeah. just going out and like, I'm not going to be home tonight, babe. If I was like able to see her and like make sure she's like. if, But as a guy, if a girl presented that, to, like that's like she's she's cool she's got a great sense of humor oh and i, I yeah. get to have a sanctioned sex with uh, yeah that's like a that, that would be a big plus it's kurt um metzger a comedian friend of ours is in an open relationship and his girlfriend lets him have sex with other another woman that he that she gets to meet and knows and as like because and I love that. And it doesn't seem to have any, they're like engaged now and it doesn't have an effect. They like hang out with the girl he sleeps with. If, I don't know that I could do that and be that cool. But like if it was some stupid slut, like who gives a shit? If someone presented that to me, like if my girlfriend presented that, I would, I would, I would just be poker face. Cause I'd be like, how, this is a trick. Like somehow, how am I supposed to react yeah. to this? Cause if I was like, oh, okay. I was oh, like, this is going to When I first brought it up, he was like, just like you just said to me the thing that I've never thought anyone would ever like it was like I proposed to him yeah it was it was that <laughs> level of like emotion yeah where he was I'm like happy he's he really was like yes yes a thousand times yes like it was um but in in the idea of, like recently I like I love hearing about, and the reason why I think I could, I could be okay with this is because I love, whenever I'm with like a guy, I'm dating someone, I like hearing about who they've had sex with before. I like hearing about every detail of their relationship, what their sex was like, what, um, how really? did you get her? Blah, blah, blah. I wanna know all of it. And it's, I've always felt really kind of ashamed about that feeling that I like to know everything. It, it's made me feel like maybe like uh, too naggy and a little bit too intrusive and, and jealous, but it's not even coming from a jealous, but I just like, like to imagine like what are you doing at, like what are you like out there like on like i know what you're like and i know that you're like not rico suave but i want to hear how you like seduced other women and like what you did with them it's really fascinating to me and it's interesting because guys couldn't give a fuck about what i've done before. like any guy i've ever dated doesn't want to even think that i've kissed another guy yeah like they don't want to know anything yeah but i'm i want to know everything and so that made me think well then i probably He's going to run out of stories. I'm going to want him to go get some more so I can hear about him. And they're t so is that thrilling for you? Totally thrilling. I, I, I love I, it. I don't think, I think it doesn't, I don't think it, I think it's not anything you'd be shamed. I think it's almost, uh, you'd be proud because I mean, it shows a level of confidence Yeah. that you would want to know I even, um, and this is like way oversharing, but I think that this podcast, who cares who's even listening? I don't even know. It's not even up yet, but. Um, Chris is listening. <laughs> he, Chris is listening. That's my boyfriend's name. So I thought it was like, no, he's not. But uh, he, um, like he, he's been away for like working in LA, which has been great because then it's made my mind wonder, like, is he cheating on me? Like I'm, I leave a lot, but I know what he's doing here when I leave him at home. Uh -huh. Like he's just like watching TV and like sleeping uh -huh. and watching porn or whatever. Uh -huh. But like when he's out on the road, like working in a new environment, like meeting new people, I'm like, what? who are you meeting? And so I even told him, I was like, I've been thinking about you like cheating on me out there. Like, what would that look like if you did that? Like, and I had him tell me and it was really hot. Like, and it didn't even happen. Yeah. But I was like, if you did, what would she look like? What would you do? And he was like, are you sure you want to hear this? I was like, yes. And it was it was one of the hottest things that we've done in our relationship is like do that whole fantasy of yeah, like yeah. him cheating on me. And as long as I think you take control of something that you are scared of, yeah. then it no longer can 
be scary. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. If my girlfriend said that to me, I would be like, uh, looks looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he, he has she always said that like, before. Like, like you. anytime anyone makes a comment about a brunette being hot, he's like, well, I'm only attracted to tall blondes. And I'm like, you don't need to say, he, he like makes that joke, but like, yeah. it's true. Guys are like, uh, and whenever we watch porn, he always picks girls that like look like me. And I'm like, we can branch out to Asians. I'm fine with it. Like, I understand. Although one time we were watching porn together and he kept commenting how young she was. And I was like, easy. We get it. He was like, she's so young and like naive. And I was like, okay, enough with the young <laughs> thing. I, <laughs> I can't re- And he was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's funny. Like, she looks like you. Uh, she, she's you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would feel like it was like a trap. Almost. I, yeah, the both both scenarios, I would feel like, oh, this is like a sting operation. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have to go. I have to go to therapy now. So this is great. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, sorry we didn't get to your calls today. There was a technical issue, but we will return to them possibly next week or the week after. We hope to um, be posting these very soon. But um, thank you for listening and keep calling us with your stories. Yes, thank you. Bye.